Uh, so again, we're, we're leveraging the fact of, of the range um, and the adversary threat that we're up against, uh, trying to replicate as, as close as they can to what we would consider to be a peer level adversary. Um, so it is helping us combine all of our training that we do back at home station and then integrating it with a joint and coalition force um, and then being able to practice that in the, again, high-end range facilities that we have at Nellis. Hello and welcome to this episode of Tinker Talks, the audio format podcast that deals with everything inside the fence of Tinker Air Force Base. I'm your host, April McDonald, and today we're actually going to go outside of Tinker's fences. We're going to go to Nellis Air Force Base, where 2nd Lieutenant Lajinska Bilajama from the Public Affairs Office was able to catch up with some members of the 552nd Air Control Wing to talk about red flag, the exercise that the wing recently participated in. So here is Lieutenant Bilajama with this episode. I'm 2nd Lieutenant Lajinska Bilajama, your host for this episode. This week, we are at Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada, covering the E-3 Sentry Airborne Early Warning and Control System, known as the AWACS, at Red Flag, an advanced aerial combat training exercise held several times a year. Today, I'll be speaking with Major Jason Bond, Air Battlefield Manager with the 964th Airborne Control Squadron, and Flight Lieutenant Simon Bracewell, Air Space Battle Manager for the Royal Air Force, who is currently on a special assignment as an exchange officer with the 964th Airborne Air Control Squadron. We will first start off with Major Bond. Thank you for being here today. Uh, great to be here. Before we get started, briefly tell me what you do and your role at Red Flag. Uh, I'm an air battle manager on AWACS. Um, I, all, I am the detachment commander here, basically meaning that I'm leading the contingent of uh, about 90 or so folks, including our maintenance uh, and support functions and execution of the AWACS mission at Red Flag. Fabulous. Can you tell us what Red Flag is and its purpose? Uh, basically, Red Flag is a uh, joint and coalition, uh, sometimes U.S. only exercise, uh, that we basically go out to the Nellis Ranges, utilize the airspace and all the facilities and capabilities that they have to execute simulated air combat in a contested environment where we are basically getting to train, take all of our training and then implement it, not only with ourselves just executing, but getting to work with other MDS or uh, mission design series platforms to integrate them into the plan and then figure out how we can tackle the, the, the fight uh, in terms of peer or near peer type adversaries. Okay. So what exactly makes Red Flag different from any other exercises? Um, I would say really the big difference between the other exercises that I've uh, been involved with is mostly the, the facilities and the structuring and the, the support that they have to execute. So they have a formalized aggressor unit that specializes in red air tactics um, and adversary tactics. They have a lot of facilities that are designed to help us prepare, uh, execute, and then debrief um, the missions that we execute. And then the range itself is, is you know, probably one of the best, if not the best in the world in terms of trying to replicate the threat that we would potentially see on a real battlefield. Okay. Is this your first time at Red Flag? It is not. Um, how have you seen any changes evolving with the exercise? Um, it, it's kind of changed over the years. My first red flag was back in 2012. Um, and I would say from really the progression between there and now, um, again, it's it's more revolving on the threat, but also the more capability as a Air Force that we have, uh, we're integrating that into it. So the, I've seen the, the integration of F-22, um, F-35, B-2s, uh, all these platforms that, that kind of started in the, the early 2000s kind of 
you know, coming online, they started kind of finding their stride. So seeing that and then it being really just more the standard that they're all here executing and operating is kind of one of the unique things that I've seen, as well as the threat level that we're up against in terms of uh, what, what the adversary capabilities that we're, we're competing against has increased as well. Excellent. Um, so what exactly is the AWACS role in this exercise? So we are a, a airborne battle management. So there's a ground unit uh, at the CRC uh, that operates um, a similar mission set, but basically we're, what we're doing is we're providing battle management command and control uh, in, in an airborne fashion, so we're mobile and flexible, so we can move around the battle space a little bit easier than a ground-based unit. Um, and then what we're doing is executing the commander's intent to uh, ex execute offensive counter-air, defensive counter-air missions, uh, combat search and rescue, dynamic targeting. There's a lot of different missions that we do, but we're basically doing that from the air uh, to meet the overall in commander's intent in accordance with his directives and what he wants us to accomplish, which is what we're simulating out here. And then we are a, a key cog in execution of that. Um, and we've even had a couple folks out here execute mission command, which is the direct delineation of those authorities um, in, in terms of execution of the mission. So we're doing all that, leading the, the red flag voles, um, and then leading in terms of how we manage the overall war that we're simulating out here at Nellis. In your opinion, how does red flag help maintain our competitive advantage? Uh, so again, we're, we're leveraging the fact of, of the range um, and the adversary threat that we're up against, uh, trying to replicate as, as close as they can to what we would consider to be a peer-level adversary. Um, so it is helping us combine all of our training that we do back at home station and then integrating it with a joint and coalition force um, and then being able to practice that in the, again, high-end range facilities that we have at Nellis. Um, so it, it helps us in our competitive edge of taking the kind of blocking and tackling skills, kind of rudimentary skills that we learn at, at home station, and then apply those in a larger scale format uh, with a lot more complex problem sets. So, All right. What is your greatest takeaway from this experience? Um, so for this one, has been unique for me. Um, this is my first time being a DECO and kind of leading the contingent that we have out here. So uh, I would say it's been rewarding in, in the fact of, of teaching and growing um, people and a different mindset that I have out here before. Um, being a weapons officer, I've mostly been involved in the tactical execution, but it's it's been rewarding to kind of also from a um, individual side, get to help grow and mentor folks and set them up for success out here. Um, some of our big goals that we've had is we, we haven't, we haven't had a lot of uh, training opportunities to do anything close to this, so it's been it's been rewarding to see all the younger generation of ABMs, MSOs, and, and aircrew and ops members um, start to progress as the weeks have gone. So I'm seeing that kind of for more of a senior leader type perspective within the community. So that's a been a cool experience for the for the flag itself. So that's great. Well, thank you again for being here today. You've provided a very insightful information. We are now going to take a quick break, and when we return, we will speak with Flight Lieutenant Simon Bracewell. If you are not following Tinker on social media, you really should. It's where you're going to get the majority of your information about what's going on here on base. You can follow Tinker on Facebook and Instagram at Tinker Air Force Base and on Twitter at team underscore tinker. For 552nd Air Control Wing news, you can catch them on Facebook and Instagram at 552D Air Control Wing. Check out the 552nd's pages for photos and some videos shot at Red Flag. You can see what they were doing there instead of just hearing about it in this podcast. 
You can also visit Tinker's website at tinker.af.mil or the 550 Seconds website at 552acw.acc.af.mil. Okay. Um, well, good afternoon, sir, and thank you for being uh, with us here today. We are now speaking with Flight Lieutenant Simon Bracewell. Before we get started, briefly tell me what you do and your role here at Red Flag. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'm also an aerospace battle manager uh, like Major Bond. Uh, but I'm here as the Debt uh, Director of Operations. So it's kind of like I'm the mum to him being the dad for the crew that are out here, and I'm doing the schedule, making sure that the the folks that we've brought, brought are prepared to do the mission that they're going to go out the door and execute. Okay, so I'm going to call out the elephant in the room. We hear your accent. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about um, being an exchange officer? Uh, yep, so uh, I've been in the Royal Air Force for over 13 years. Um, worked on a CRC, as previously mentioned uh, back there, and I worked on the UK E3D. Uh, that's no longer with us. Uh, I came over to the States to work on the E3G in 2019 uh, as a, an ABM. And coming here, it is quite different. We, have, we are a, what they say, similar language, but I found a fair few barriers there. And as you can hear by probably a lot of the words I say, it sounds different and means different things. Uh, I've enjoyed it so far, and I've got one more year left. That's excellent. All right, so let's bring it back to Red Flag. Is this your first time attending an exercise like this? Uh, it's, it's my first Red Flag, but not my first time at a large-scale exercise. Okay, do you have a lot of similar exercises back in the UK? Yeah, in the UK, we tend to call them something warrior, whereas in the US, it's something flag. Uh, but we have uh, a lot of exercises that we do throughout the year, but nothing on this scale. Uh, we see Red Flag as the pinnacle of an exercise. That's why we've sent quite a few uh, British uh, squadrons out here to partake in this one. Okay, so can you expand on that? Like, how is Red Flag different? Uh, so, as previously mentioned, is that lots of uh, lots of squadrons, lots of aircraft types uh, in the UK. We don't have like strategic bombers, and we don't have the uh, the replication of the adversary of threats. So, when we come to Red Flag, this is a unique opportunity for our guys to see that firsthand and actually put it into practice. Also working with the U.S. as our closest allies and also with the Australians here as well. Uh, it's a unique opportunity to do that as well. Awesome. Um, can you tell me, in your opinion, how does Red Flag help maintain our competitive advantage? Uh, yep. So the threats that we're seeing, um, they're replicated to be as real world as possible. Uh, the intel that we get from the guys out here, again, is to make sure that we could step out the door and be able to battle these threats if need be. And working with our partners, being coalition, uh, we get to see their tactics and how they how they are um, attempting to defeat that threat. And we can bring in the best tactics as a group to then go out the door and hopefully win the war. So what is your greatest takeaway from this experience? I think working on such a large scale exercise with, I think we had over 80 aircraft in the air um, the other day and as me I got to do the mission commander role uh, last week and putting a plan together and then seeing that being executed by all these squadrons and me being in the hot seat if it all goes wrong it's my fault uh, that pressure is something that you kind of thrive for afterwards you know once you've done it once you want to do it again so I think doing that I'll always want to do it again hopefully I'll be back 
and I'll do it with the UK guys when we come back, hopefully. Um, you said you were the mission commander. What exactly is that? Yeah, so um, each exercise day, uh, the Red Flag staff dictate who are going to be the team leads, and the person who's in charge of all those team leads is the mission commander. It's going to be somebody from the squadrons that are participating. Uh, they usually have a TAC mentor to help them, uh, guide them through the day. And the mission commander will do everything from, they take the commander's intent, they build how we're going to plan the day prior, and then how we're going to execute. And they basically collate all the information from all the experts that we have out here. And we give that plan to the commander. Hopefully he signs off on it. And then we execute that plan the next day. Uh, we're then sat usually in a position of oversight, uh, making sure that everything tactically is being done as we need to, and then at that strategic level, move assets or move um, move aircraft around to make sure that we um, achieve that commander's intent. That sounds incredibly stressful, but also lots of fun. <laughs> Very stressful. All right. Um, is there anything else you would like to add um, about yourself or about your time here? Um, Time here at Red Flag has been great. It's been a lot longer than it feels like, um, but that's just because of the long days. Uh, but being on exchange with the US Air Force has been great from start to finish. Been accepted by the squadron that I'm on really well and enjoyed every moment of it. That's great. Well, thank you again for being here today. It was wonderful to hear your perspective as an exchange officer and um, partaking with our team as opposed to your team <laughs> who is also here um, and that is it for us today if you would like more information on Tinker Air Force Base follow us on social media at Tinker Air Force Base on Facebook and Instagram and at team underscore Tinker on Twitter or visit our website at tinker.af.mil